Hope I spelled that right, baby. You can lay with me. Woo! <laughs> All right. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Nisha? What's up? What's up? We're going to take this over. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Nisha? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Chaz? Silky. Come out next Saturday. Oh, I mean, come out this Saturday. Hey, come out this Saturday. I mean, come out this Saturday. Throw it back to Nisha. I got a cold. You so lame. You supposed to be. You supposed to took up up the <clears throat> octave like what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up. Y'all right. <laughs> 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 remember when I changed my Facebook name to Barry Rose and I couldn't change it back? No, Facebook nigga. made me submit my license. <laughs> What? I promise you, I'm God. Mark Zuckerberg. I was, uh, I was uh, which was crazy, but people could tag me in porn. I got tagged in so much porn this week. I don't well, know what's going on. That is a pornish name, Barry Rose. No, I'm talking about with my real name recently. This person, people keep oh. tagging me in this like video of a girl giving fellatio. What's fellatio? Head. And <laughs> I'm like, I don't understand. But it took me a hundred years to change my name back. To prove, I had to send my license for me to prove that I'm Brittany wow. Rose. But yeah, I was Barry Rose. I had Barry White as my profile picture and my cover photo. Yeah, I'm petty. That's what I get for being petty. Petty Sadie. Yeah, mm. but Nisha was posted. Like, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Ladies, what's up? What's up? Fellas, what's up? What's up? Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's the before puberty voice. <laughs> I don't know how to sound like Barry White, baby. Baby. What's up? What's up? But what's up? Welcome to Wild and Woke, your sophisticated <laughs> ratchet source of entertainment. I am Brittany Rose. Oh, I'm B Rose. About to say, yeah, I thought you I were I said my whole Rose, name. Well, yeah, you out here. I'm Nisha Love. I'm Silky. What's up, y'all? What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hype. I'm hype. I was about to put you on there, shit, cause your your shit is sweet. It's the realest nigga alive. <laughs> See that shit hard. That shit hard. Hi, you guys. Our event is in a couple days. We's cracking. Hey, bring that ass out. I'm I'm excited. I've just it's just been a good week. God is good. You do got a glow to you, cause I would be like usually I'd be freaking out like my every time something happened. Well, every time I just be like freaking out, like, oh my gosh, but school good. I've been balancing mm-hmm. that. So for you, so far, your girl got a four point oh. Okay. Ring that bell. You can <laughs> ring that bell. Hey, 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 hey. Ring that bell. Ring she got that four point oh. That four point oh. That four point oh. Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know that song is about. 
Yeah, never mind. But yeah, uh, how was your week, Niche? <laughs> Honestly, I forgot what the fuck I done did. You did my hair. You gave me. I went from the Aaliyah to the middle part. I do yeah. like that middle I part. I called man. off Saturday. Thank you. Oh, so we didn't record last week, but um, I called off Talk last to Saturday Mike. to support the vibe that hashtag Eastside had. Hey. So me and my friend Vanessa, we ended up going to um. <clears throat> They say first to drink, like I have like a little pre Y'all thing. Bored. We wasn't bored. Chaz, we we actually <laughs> listen before that. We had went to the store and bought some liquor, so we had drunk like a whole, like damn near the whole bottle before we got to day say. Then we had like another drink there, so we basically was just talking about niggas and drinking and just laughing and joking, whatever. And then um, after that, we went to the vibe, had a good time there. Then she left, then hit me up and was like, "This nigga," so I was like, "Fuck it." I met up with her and her friend down at the casino. So we left there around like three something, three, four something, whatever. You gamble, niche? Uh uh-uh. uh. I just went down there just to hang out. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nah, girl. I got time to get my money away. <clears throat> or I go down there to drink. So uh, I went down there to hang out with them, whatever. They went home, got my niece, and chilled out for that week. And then I did her hair. Yes, thank you. Damn, <laughs> yeah, why you say it like that? <laughs> <laughs> I know I really have. For her to do your hair? Yes. Not Did you remember what Monica Morgan said when she was like, You her hairstylist and she got this hat on? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well I'll let you we I went somewhere else with the team, but I'll let D Rose talk about that. Um, Dang, well I gotta talk about it. <laughs> I don't mind. Y'all seen anything else I did? Not, nope. No. Uh-uh. I ain't did shit else, but that's it. Hmm. Your turn. We that's haven't heard the British accent in like a year. Yeah, okay. Somebody birthday was this week. Who? Oh no. Nah, um oh. somebody oh, birthday was this week. I know. Yeah, there you T-son go. T son went to homecoming too. Yeah, my little cousin's birthday was yesterday. <laughs> y'all know I'll be lurking y'all pages. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Still but, uh, breaking the fucking equipment. <laughs> yeah. JG. All right, JG. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, no, he make he knocking stuff over. Uh, um, How do you come yeah, up? Yeah, his birthday was the other day. I mean yesterday. And we went to Buddy's Pizza. And Buddy's Pizza. Oh, that's some good shit. Um, Big son, <coughs> Francois. He went to his homecoming. He's a senior. Hey. Ooh. That boy about to be getting into so that cute. wet, 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 and wet, wet. I'm proud of him, man. <laughs> Shit, bro. She was a condom fan. I know he fucking. We but all if he it. not, he, he could fucking. be a virgin. That boy fucking. That boy got the sauce. He fucking. Anyway. <laughs> long, as he, long as he wrap it up. Long as he wrap it up. Long as he wrap it up. Shut up, Silky Park. 55. <laughs> yeah, so him and his girlfriend and a couple of their friends, they all went to home. Oh, my homegirl, Demi. Shout out to Demi. Her birthday was the other day, too. Mm. And I chilled on Sunday. How old is Demi? Don't worry about it. Ask Go ahead, Sue. <laughs> you don't even know. You just heard her name. <laughs> I just like the name Demi. Yeah, that is a cute name. Most cute. girls that got the name Demi is pretty. I don't know no ugly Demi. Yeah, wow, no, straight, I gotta, straight I know a pretty Demi. Yeah, all the Demi's I know is pretty. Mm. See? Yeah, you can't be ugly with a name like Demi. Word. That just don't work. Oh, shit. She's married. 
Okay. This is 2018. No. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, so what you do? Uh, Amsterdam. Yeah, Amsterdam. Amsterdam, cuz. Um, Say it again. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Man, I highly recommend everybody to go. Oh man, we everybody or everybody, everybody, okay. everybody. everybody in the club getting tips. He used to look like club, that nigga man. Jake Jake yeah, Quan back like in that. the day. Yeah. In the back, Jake Quan, I thought that was Jake Quan. Mm-hmm. One, here comes the, the two, 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 to the three, to that the wasn't Chingy. Everybody drunk no, down on the dance floor. Okay. He only had like one song. Yeah. I know. Chingy I like the way you do that right there. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Low side side story. Um, somebody asked for my autograph when I was in Fairlane. They thought I was Jaquan. I had on my uncle Bug, um, his uh gray Nike suit that was shiny as hell. I remember hell. that back in the yeah, day. Yeah, that was his freshest fit. And we, my uncle, was not fresh by any stretch of the means. First of all, don't cover my uncle back uncle in the Bug. '90s when Jodeci was popping. Oh, okay, he was fresh. He did have that one because my brother said Uncle Bug used to be the man. But go ahead. We we I do got to post that picture. Uncle Bug was he was fresh as hell. And he was very picture. handsome. He was very handsome. Very he handsome. was. Indeed. Love you, Uncle. But anyways, yeah, so we went to Amsterdam um, as like a kind of a, a trip to hang out. The country, with, um, not, the, not the drink. Right, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for our listeners. <laughs> 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 and that was actually a good one. That was actually a good one. <laughs> she about to catch it and shit. Niggas probably like, dang, he drunk that whole bottle of Amsterdam. No hitty cuz. Oh, yeah. But uh, Amsterdam and Holland. <laughs> we went um, with my uncle Ali. I kind of wanted to do something with him. My uncle was kind of getting up there in age, so we wanted to spend a lot of time with he him. that old. Girl, you cut this man off. Oh, I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, uh, <laughs> so we went out there. With, I thought I said it in my head. <laughs> no, nigga, you said everything. My father I'm time. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Dutch. Go ahead, Sue. You good, family. You good. <laughs> <laughs> so, shit, yeah, we went out there uh, with him. It's an absolutely beautiful city. I would always suggest that you stay in the city, though. Uh, we stayed like 30 minutes out, and it was like by the countryside. So we got a chance to see, like, all the wild animals. We got a chance to see, like, Kyle wake up with them. A lot of that shit I put on my blog. You said Kyle. Kyle. Man, we were seeing Kyle. <laughs> Shut I, up, D-Roy. I'm telling you, it's, a, it's interesting. <laughs> Amsterdam's an interesting place. He said he woke up with Kyle. <laughs> Straight up, square like that. Oh, no, he don't live in, he live in the city. But we flew. Yeah, we all went together. Is anybody missing the point? He said he woke up with Kyle. <laughs> did nobody hear that? I did. I hear him. Okay, okay. Oh, around, around the house I just that figured we were that wasn't a wild animal but exactly I mean do you see cows with all the wild animals that he said I woke up with cows <laughs> straight up cause I mean it's not I get what you're saying it's not everyday you're gonna wake up and see a oh god that's not a wild animal it's not that <laughs> is like a lion or hey compared right. to growing right. up in the city I mean shit you don't wake up and be like damn look at that cow they go wake up with roaches <laughs> right <laughs> right <laughs> Roaches and stray right. cats. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, I'm done. B Rose is done. Right. Okay. <laughs> Telling y'all. Nah, I had nothing. Okay, I'm mm. done. Courtney, I'm gonna be quiet. Y'all know that's not happening. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Show you right. Show you right. Mm-hmm. I'm in. <clears throat> no, he don't smoke. He like his body cleanse. Thank you. We're not saying your body uncleans, but he like his body. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, damn, she came in with a half smell. Uh, Ain't no wrong with her. Ain't no wrong with her. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a herb. But I thought you, the last episode, you said you was doing it, so did you? Man. Or did you not? It's okay. It's okay? It's okay if you didn't. It's okay if you It's great if you didn't. It's okay if you didn't. It's great. I all, all, I, all I can say is that Amsterdam <laughs> has those things. If you want to get into them, you can get into them freely. Exactly. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I, I recall an out of body experience. I do recall that. So that was that was crazy in itself. What else happened in Amsterdam? Chaz, you would be proud of me. Just know that. You'd be proud of me. Oh, so you did basically. Okay. Next. You'd be you'd be proud of me. <laughs> I didn't say I did or I didn't though. I just know Chaz would be proud of me. Okay. Yes. So uh what else has happened up in Amsterdam? <clears throat> oh, we went to this um like a horror show. A horror show. So you walk inside and it's kind of like a haunted house, but it's like a live haunted house. So yeah, I know, right? So they like tell you a story while you walking through it and shit, and then they got like these little things that kind of like scare you. And then they had this mirror, these mirrors that you kind of walked into, but you didn't know there was actual like a mirror until you hit that motherfucker. What? So yeah, y'all definitely ran into it a couple times. I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I couldn't see the mirror. Um, yeah, so all in all, that shit was live, man. If you can go, I would definitely go. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Amsterdam, it was lit. Oh, I definitely did. <laughs> I, de- I definitely did. Yes. What you do, B Rose? Um, <clears throat> we went to the Monica Morgan show at 910 Superstation. Um,. Me, Chaz, and Nisha went. Silk was in Amsterdam. <gasps> Living my best life. Yeah. And um, we had a good time. It was different. It was a different dynamic because um, it was it was an age gap. Not necessarily mm. between her, but like her listeners. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. It was a different experiment. Uh, experiment. Experience. Um, yeah, it was it was cool. We talked a lot about our event. Um, we had the callers call in. I think that was like the most interesting. Yeah. It was so. In, it was an interesting thing to have callers like call in and to ask us stuff, and you know, it was it was cool though. I really like her. She actually, um, I wanted her to come on. She agreed. I think it would be different dynamic for her to be in our space. And the one thing they kept saying is like, "Are y'all gonna cuss?" I'm like, "The person yeah. that does that's not here." Right, the person that has no filter, no, and Silky, he probably would try to hit on Monica because she's she's right. I mean, she's she she really she's good looking. She's good looking oh, yeah, she she Shit. Monica, Monica, if you listening, she's very pretty. Oh, what's good, Monica? Yeah, she's very what's pretty. Good. She's very poised. Mm. Uh, but I could see her good. Then you yeah, have it. She, she remind she me of Judge Hatchet. Oh, word. She <laughs> remind me of Judge Hatchet with the hair that's like her skin, her and her oh, her shit. demeanor. She seemed fun, but she looked like if you get out of line, she would let you have it. But oh, no, I got something to put her back in line. Yeah, she, yeah, she was she was having it. But no, yeah, it was nice though. I really liked it. It was a dy- good good dynamic for us. Um, we got to have lis- listeners listen to us, and I don't know if we were That's like um, the youngest people that's been on there, but it was cool. Um, so if she come on, I think it would be a great experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I just been grinding, y'all, for real, like working on this event and um, literally and homework. I spent seven hours in the library a Thursday. I was like, man, I could have went to work. Man, I don't miss that shit. Yeah, but I was I was having fun though. I was like, I'm finally reached this point in my um. That's why I think my grades so good. 
and I'm happy because I finally reached this point. Like school is just a bust. I'm gonna just be honest. Like school is just because they make you take all these unnecessary classes. Then when you get to your major right. and get to grad school. Fact. Yeah, even still, they make you take a little bit of more unnecessary stuff that they they think. But then when you get like into your final year, like <laughs> I am, you start taking the stuff that you really gonna study. So now that I'm working in the schools, and then doing that, it's like really exciting. Like I was I was having fun. I thought it was funny. I put it on Facebook. I was doing this project on narcissistic um, personality disorder. Personality disorder. And a shout out to uh, Mel, because I did do my assignment. The girl texts me like, girl, I'm overwhelmed. You could just send it to me whenever. But I did oh, send it to, okay. yeah, the girl. But um, it was funny because that same day Kanye West was meeting with Donald Trump. And I just Woo! bust out laughing because while I was trying to do my work, I went to the library to focus. Uh, Donald Trump was meeting with, Kanye West was meeting with Donald Trump. And I'm like, if these ain't the two narcissistic people. But I do like to say, just according to the DSM-5, I'm not even trying to go there, but I'm going to be honest. I'll go there then. Donald Trump can be diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder. I've heard that. He, me he meets a lot of the requirements. Kanye West has narcissistic personality traits. But the difference between him and Donald Trump is that a lot of people that is narcissistic don't have is open is, a, uh, is empathy. Kanye West does care what people think, despite what people think, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. He try to act like he don't care, but he care. No, he, he, never, ever, he never didn't feel like he didn't care. Yeah, I'm saying for people think that he just don't give a F, but he do. I think he do got that mental ill. He do got a mental illness. I believe it's bipolar disorder, like he said, but that makes more sense. But narcissistic personality disorder, he don't have. He is a, He does have narcissistic traits. He do think he just... A guy, he do think that at times, but he do care. He care that he le losing his black core. He do care what people think about him. Donald Trump, on the other hand, don't give no care. He's not empathetic. He's not empathetic to children, old people, black people, white people, whoever. He just don't care. Anybody that's against him, he don't care about. They could get hit by a car, and he'll be like, well, maybe they shouldn't have said what they said about me. Like He just don't care. So I just thought that was interesting, and it just made my assignment even more exciting. I was like, God, you funny. You funny. <laughs> but other than that, that's it. Just school this event. What up, Silk? I do, I do got something. I found out my penis size went up. <laughs> How did you find that? I found that, that out of there, Shadell. Because I had, uh, I, I normally oh, use this specific type of condom. And, so um, I'm at the down. Uh, you got dark narcissistic personality disorder. I'm just I, kidding. Okay. <laughs> no, that was. And then I just I, I tried. I got a I got a bigger one, and I, it fit like perfect. Like the, the magnet. Wait, I ain't gonna lie. I was, so, I was like, God, it's shit. Like I bigger. I was out here. Cause. So the condom ain't. Mm -hmm. So it's this condom that I. It's like this uh, Magnum um, ecstasy. It's like in an orangeish kind of. Um, box and it's round because of my, my base is oh, round. Okay, okay. I don't so, too much. Oh, man, you good cuz you're not gonna see it. So um the base is round or whatever, but it's a little tight. And so when I put up when I got the hurry back the Magnum XL, that shit fit like a man, it fits snugly. Only after but after I came though, then I had to uh, all, right, all right, all right, all yeah. right. Um <clears throat> I was happy about that. <laughs> that would have been a good segue, but Nisha Raggedy Self just walked out the door. To... <laughs> you, she say whatever, whoever her name, her name is. is. She does this all the time. She'll be like, Brittany Rose, whatever her name is. You just said it. Yeah, I got to have it done that. Oh, here she go. Oh, she coming in for the show? No, not really, but I don't know. 
Well, we um that would have been <laughs> that would have good been a good segue to what we're going to do next. I was really excited about this, but I don't want y'all to think I'm on some other stuff, so I'm gonna tell you why. Ooh, now I'm now I'm super excited. I know. I I cause I was holding it in for last week's episode, but then oh I went to a Pistons game. Oh, I won uh, um, tickets from my job, from my job. It was funny because I'm on probation for my attendance. Uh-huh. And um, but we they one of my hey girl, one of my um, what you call it? One of my team leads bought tickets and gave them away to the people in the department that was producing high that had good production. Mm-hmm. And they just did a raffle. And I told the girl next to me, I promise you, I was like. Uh, I bet you I will win. The thing is, I never win raffles, but I bet you I will win because I got something to do today and I can't go. Then I win an hour later. Mm-hmm. And I ended up going. My co-hosts were understanding. So that's why we didn't have a show because I, I did go to the Pistons game. But it was cool. Yeah, so me and my cousin Dominique went. Hey. So yeah, it was cool. I had my Pistons jacket on. I was trying to be fresh, you know. You know, you know. What I'm saying? Did they win? No, they went into... Excuse I'm so sorry. People can hear me. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But no, they went into double overtime. They went into overtime and still lost. They lost mm. by like one. Like they was just doing dumb stuff. Andre Drummond too goddamn go big to be doing the dumb stuff he doing, missing shots, all of that. It was just too much. He need to come on here and explain himself. He do. Mm-hmm. So I'm calling y'all Andre yes. Drummond. So, but that's it. Um. So something else happened this weekend. Ooh. Not not this week, last week. Okay. Spill the tea, girl. So <laughs> so y'all know I'm celibate, right? Almost two years in April. And it be hot. Silky. Silk, relax. <laughs> so I've been celibate for almost two years in April. Can I record this? Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> you got some cutty last night. <laughs> Absolutely not. If y'all don't know the extra voice, this is D Amber. Uh, is she, is her mic on, Courtney? Hey. It's Tupac's book. All right, hey. all right, y'all. Come on, cause we got a lot. We do gotta. We gotta hit our woke topic, so we gotta stay on track today. Okay. So, um, anyways, I was saying that I um was celibate, whatever. And I told y'all the stuff that I've been doing to try to control my temptation, you know, replacing anything negative or anything that make me have temptation with gospel, sermon, stuff like that. So I've been trying to turn off the music and stuff like that. So sometimes when I slip up, usually like on a weekend or something, when I'm like not take a break from gospel music or something, I'll turn on a song. And then you ever fell into a wormhole of music? Like, oh, this song remind me of this song, this song remind me of this song. And it always end back up on my sex playlist. Now, I've been saying that I was going to delete my sex playlist for a long time, but I was so attached to it. Like, when Lord, whenever the time is ready, I don't know, I don't know when I get married. I don't care. It was like 10 minutes. I was still going to use that same sex playlist I made. Two years ago, but I always find myself back on it and then I get stuck. So I had to make the conscious effort to delete my sex playlist, but it deleted all my sex music, too. So I'm I actually that was hard. I think deleting my sex playlist was a way harder than not having sex. I was so attached to that. So I wanted to ask y'all for an activity. 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 
Do y'all have a sex playlist? And if so, what's on it? <laughs> Let's go to it right now. <laughs> that shit is on cue right now. I don't have a sex. We know Nisha got one. <laughs> and what's the name of it? Because I, I did. Don't have one. Okay, Nisha don't have one. Do you got one? I, my name is Tupac's book. Two, oh, my bad. <laughs> Tupac's book. But no, I don't have. You got Tupac all on your playlist? <laughs> Then that's some wild <laughs> sex. Tupac that's do wild. got some sex songs, okay? Like what? Can you sing a couple? Um, that's why you got fat one, mother. Um, <laughs> 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 no, he do got this one song called, um, what's the name of this song? I don't want to hear what's, no Tupac sex what's songs. What's your phone number? It's lit. It's can you really, play it? Can I'm I kinda, play it? I'm kind of interested. No. Nah. So you know, you no, know that funny. song, he sampled that song, 77793. Um, oh, yeah. That song, but it's mm-hmm. called What's Your Phone Number? What's mm. baby? And then that song he got with uh, the crackheads, Casey and JoJo. How do you want it? Oh, that is a sex oh, that song. Is. That don't mm-hmm. even sound sex. I don't it's sexual. <laughs> I don't have a sex playlist. Um, Chaz, you got one. Mm-hmm. What's we know Chaz got one too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, <laughs> every see see this oh, is how bad it is. Yes. I'm just gonna say that playlist is still out here. I sent that playlist to so many people because I used to be a G with the sex playlist on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. You sent it through through Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It used to be called F Me Good, but then I was like, I'm trying to get saved and get hey, my life right. <laughs> <laughs> and now, then I named it all that. So. But yeah, it's I gone. What what song on yours? It's old as fuck, though. I didn't even know I had this. It's only in two songs on here. What is it? Let me see. What's it called? One, it it got sex Talk games by Case and they don't know by John B. That's it. Talk in know. the mic, girl. Oh. Yeah, they don't know. That's that shit. Don't. They don't that's know not by a... John B. And then uh, I when I used to have one in high school, it had like Pretty Ricky. <laughs> yeah. And Lil John on there because Lil John got a bunch of sex songs. You do. Oh. <clears throat> What's your favorite song? Uh, um, After Dark with the cat emoji tongue Okay, what's your mm. favorite song on your playlist? I don't have no favorite song. Talking to Mike. Y'all, y'all have not been on a podcast before? I'm saying, <laughs> you can hear me. Hey, y'all. It's hey. me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can't. It's a whole bunch. I got Jam on here, Slow. Wait, what's Jam, jam on here? My guy? Uh, no. Jam on it's not called jam on here. Uh, it's called jam. I was saying on my phone. By Sorry. who? Um, Trey Songz and Kevin Gates. Oh. Mm. Uh, Neighbors on my name. I got Dice Pineapples. Facts. Uh, ooh, Face Down. Ooh. Which one about Meek Mill? You talking about by DJ, DJ Mustard? Yes. <laughs> that is not a sick. No, song. yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not no here. slow. This is. They be like, she like her ass too. They're the face down. They got those twerking songs. Damn. I did used to like this song. <laughs> That's my song. You're I mean, like the beginning of two, like in the, our 20s or something like that. That's my song. Rich Sex. Nah, that song. Ooh, with Future. New. Oh, that was that shit. <clears> yeah. All right, Silk, what's yours? I got two of them. Depends on how nasty I want to get. What's the so, name of your playlist first? We got the Ready Mix. That's Trey Songs and R. Kelly. And then... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Speaking of R. That, Kelly. That bag music. And the song that I performed the best to is... Um, at, why are you strip for You. 
by R. Kelly. Uh, Blame my mama. Blame my mama on this one. Yeah, your mama definitely oh, yeah. did that. So mine was the one Chad said was all that. What I, songs you got on here? Um, my I had some Trey songs. Uh, I like Trey songs. Uh, uh, what do you call it? What's the song with Trey? I can't. Deleted the playlist and deleted it out my oh, head. Don't worry, I can pull it up for you. No, it was the Trey Song song where he be like, uh, name some Trey Song song. So we got sex for your stereo. Never know my name. <laughs> no clothes on. Uh, panties. Massage. Mm-hmm. I mean, panty dropper. That's what panty it's dropper. Ooh, that whole album. Ooh, that whole I think album. they had like a little extended version too. The whole Trey album. Song. Jupiter Love. Super. No, it was Duper. a popular song that they played on the radio. Say ah. Nigga, oh, you talk about um, I know what you're talking about with Usher. They made a remix of it with Dive Usher. Dive in uh, was on there, and it was another. It was another song. Not not. Think, so none of y'all got it. no Janet Jackson on y'all. Show? I, I, I did. Do. I had I do. anytime. <laughs> but my favorite song, um, from my playlist before I threw it away, was um, <clears throat> is a song called Skin. Rihanna. No. Uh. It was a song called Skin by Mac Miller. That was my first. Um, time ever listening to Mac Miller that was the only album I listened to The Divine Feminine that came out two years ago that's when I made this mm-hmm. playlist two years ago and um, that song Skin is the most beautiful sex song I ever heard like top mm. five it's not like some shit you got fucking uh, <laughs> husband I'm, I'm, to yes yeah. it do yes yeah. no it that is it's then. such a it's <laughs> It's, it's such an in, intimate <laughs> song. I'm going to play it at the, at the end as the intro. Remind me, Courtney. The outro. But it's so... It's, it got Ariana Grande on the vocals, so you know it's yeah. pretty because her voice is great mm-hmm. and they was dating at the time. Yeah. But um, rest in peace, Mac Miller. But that song go hard. It's it's so intimate and sexy. Mm. It go hard, huh? It, it's not Literally. just that because now <laughs> how I look at sex is way different. Like when I was freaky and nasty, I look at sex like D'Amber was just looking at it, how she was saying. About, no, that's how I look at me. it now. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. I look at it how you was looking at it, but as, well, when you actually listen to it, it came on my playlist. That's where this came about, and I had to delete the whole playlist. But when I heard it, I was like, this song is just so much, it's so much emotion, so much intimacy that I can't wait to experience experience that when I get my husband. But yeah, that's it. I just wanted to know what y'all... Do y'all still listen to music while having sex? I'm not talking yeah. to you, B-Rose. I mean, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't doing that. I'm celibate. <laughs> Congratulations. congratulations. No, don't do that. She's talking about congratulations. How long? What, two days? Two days. Um, let me see. A week. Uh, a week? Damn, <laughs> what y'all think I be doing? No, I want to know shit. Um, I think it's been two months. Yeah, that's not Maybe. celibate. Okay, Why is not? That is no. celibate. Why is not? Because you become tomorrow. Talking to... Uh, every now and again. I don't listen to music you during still? sex. I, just I like get music, to it though. Sometimes. So I have music on all the time. You know? Okay. You still? Sometimes you ain't got time to be looking for no playlist to play. No, if you have a playlist, though. No. What if you in a car? That's always fun. Yeah. I don't listen to music. In the car? In the car. I mean, and you want to have sex in the car, time. right? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. saying, what if you just, in the moment, <laughs> you just fuck around and have sex in the car, you going to, you, hold on, let me pull this playlist out. Yeah, that that, that, that could be a fun. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I be having up. music on already. So. Okay. The radio. Yeah, when I was doing that type of stuff, <laughs> I, you know, because we had a, what? It's like the type of stuff. Sex girl. No, I'm just saying when oh, I was it. doing that type of ooh, <laughs> Jesus. No. No, nah, for real. I'm just playing. No, but when I was doing that type of stuff or whatever, having sex, like Nisha would say, I um I did 
you know how we would get ready as girls, make sure we was good down there, yeah. make sure everything, had my little outfit on, make sure I had oh, the like girl, best. you had a man, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, it, no, actually, even when I didn't have a man, I just, I, sex was very important to me, so I just made it. Mm-hmm. What it was, but yeah, I always made sure the music was playing, the room smelled good, candles was lit, all that. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't doing something. all that. Yeah. yeah, I'm a romantic person, so oh, that's probably why. Okay, oh, my Tupac's boo like shit, man. We trying to get it in. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. Like your yeah. ass right down here on this bed. Yeah. T- get that dick up. I'm about to toot that ass on it. Yep, that's how. Toot I'm that. Let me make it roll. What you? But y'all, okay. Anyway, I just got one question go ahead. before we move on to our woke topic. Yeah. Is it Do about people... Ariana Grande? Because you know she broke up with her hus- her um, fiance. Yeah, I figured that oh, yeah, was I figured that was Ooh, gonna happen. Yeah, they loud. But no, Anyways. I do got a serious question though. Yes. What um, what's intimacy to y'all? Like, mm. is intimacy important when having intercourse? I think that's why I was so, I so. hurt mm. when I stopped having sex because I actually <laughs> am very emotional. So, and I'm very intimate and stuff. So I think like once that went away, I feel like I'm missing out on something. Oh, that makes sense. See, I wasn't intimate, so. Yeah. No, just be honest. I'm yeah. intimate with people that I actually like. Like, okay, okay so now I you know, only mess with one person any damn way. So I I really do like him. So I'm intimate. Like when I was wild, then I just was fucking just to be fucking because I wanted to come off or nothing, whatever. Jeez, but I didn't have, but I didn't have that. On the live. But I didn't have that <laughs> much emotion. Are we on live? Yes, we are. But I didn't have that. <laughs> right, had that much emotion back then to people like that, like I have now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think of intimacy. I think about how a man's treat my body basically how he treat me while mm-hmm. I'm having sex so if you not touch me the right way or you just treat me like you fucking me like I'm not shit I don't yeah. I don't like that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. don't you about to just be fucking me from behind all damn day <laughs> I might have to go I don't be wanting to see people's face <laughs> no I'm no, yeah I want to I do no I want to see you don't want to see my face nah Okay, we don't want to What is going on here? <laughs> no. Wait a minute. Okay, Amber. I mean, Tupac's Tupac. boo. What about when you get married? Oh, that's when I get married. I ain't married. I'm single as fuck. <laughs> She's single, single. No, yes. I see. I like to be. Look, I like to be kissed. I like my. I like them to yeah, touch see, my body. Yeah, I can body. do. I can be intimate with my husband. But okay, your husband. I, I'm not doing that with nobody else. So. so do y'all think y'all could throw y'all playlists away? Like I, I said, I was emotionally attached to my playlist. That was really, hard. I don't really listen to one for real. Yeah, so. you don't listen to one. You got two songs, so I know you don't listen to yours. Chad, you got two. You got the one I sent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she got two playlists. And still got, got two. They what both got two. For? You talking about when I get my life to the Lord? I mean, you, 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 God, your life is with the Lord. I'm saying, but, you saying period? Or yeah, like, if, you, do you, if you ever feel like you going to throw your playlist away for celibacy or whatever. Do you think you could do it? I ain't gonna throw it away. Cause, Cause she ain't about to be celibate. I she said is. I'm gonna listen to it when I need it. So I'm gonna throw yeah, it away. That's how I was. Look, I made this playlist <laughs> in 2000. Like when you listen to a playlist, like you planning that that whole thing out though. Exactly. Like, I mean, ain't nothing wrong with it. It's just that you know. But you don't know, like, like it, you see how I got it. that DJ Mustard, you don't know what's gonna happen. So we can be listening to Jamie Foxx slow, and then oh, shoot. DJ Mustard gonna come out. Yeah, you switch positions. That's when you do the Hold reverse. Up. Jamie Foxx and <laughs> on that DJ Mustard. You know what? 
<laughs> the Jamie Foxx and Marsha Ambrosia, that was like my favorite song when mm. I was like really, really in the world. In mm. college, I was like, yeah. But can't sleep on Jamie Foxx. He got a couple of bangers. Yeah, yeah, Jamie Foxx. Fox, Fox, but I don't know. Go ahead. What, Nish? I have one fucking song. Now, don't say nothing, but I had hit up Daniel a while ago. Well, not a while ago. How you gonna say that? Don't, don't say, say nothing. And you on the air. And you you on don't drop a bomb. She's so, she's so, you like, dropped judged. a bomb on me. Yeah, it's a bomb on her. Baby. But he bought a ticket, so, you know. I don't, don't give a. So I asked him the other day because I was in a car with Carlos and we was just I was singing and I was like, damn, what what is that song? Cause I used to sing that song while me and Daniel was having sex, and it was by <laughs> no <laughs> for real no it's some real shit. I had the, the message everything. You I said, was singing, yeah, girl. Listen, <laughs> you singing like a bug. You know, Daniel oh used to put it on. Oh it's by Marshall and Broja. It's called um Pause. so good. Your love is so good, but I think I it was got about that sex. Like I don't know. But I used to hit them high notes, girl. You can't do that. She even listened. Right, <laughs> getting the ultimate and I just shout out. Downloaded the song back okay. on my phone like last week. No, 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 a whole week ago. Maybe could come, girl. Yes. Chaz, you said a good point though, and that's that was kind of the thing too. Like it, it was. I think I it was. See? You said reminiscing. <laughs> Oh. You remember, like, and Nisha brought yeah. it up. Like, I think that was where my attachment was. My attachment wasn't just to be like, oh, I definitely miss sex. I think I was more it's attached the to the, the, the memories that was with the songs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I remember, girl, you, you was I a bad chick. You did that. How you do this? Oh, yeah. And that's why I said it It was like an open door to temptation because yeah. I was one song would come randomly. That's how the Mac, uh, not Mac Wiles, but Mac Miller song came on, like, through your shuffle. And then I was like, hey, this on this playlist. Turned on the playlist. And it started going. I started thinking about stuff. I p- picked up my phone. Like, girl, don't you text that. Like, mm-hmm. and imagine if I was drinking alcohol or something. And that would have oh, just yes, been bad. Dang. I was like, let me just delete this. Ho- throw the whole sex playlist away. I ain't, I ain't trying to do that. Mm. But um, I'm glad y'all participated. Y'all was very transparent. Nisha, you was super Super transparent. You <laughs> talking about girl? <laughs> let me ring this bell for you, girl. <laughs> And right. Daniel somewhere smiling. I was hitting high like, notes. Yeah. I didn't even know you could play. I can't shit, but that note was high, girl. Oh, oh goodness gracious. So, um, I'm trying to think if I want to go live during this conversation. I hate to like turn it dark, but we gotta get going. Um we're going to talk about domestic violence. It is domestic violence awareness month. I'm actually gonna go off alive right now. Love y'all, but goodbye. Bye. All right. That's so extra. Why? Why is that so extra? That noise. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. It do that when you oh, get off your live. Facebook. Yeah. I thought that was Instagram. So, side note: every year around this time, Kenya, somebody from Children's Dental, always texts me telling me that my son—I mean, my daughter's appointment—is in October every month. And everybody, no matter how many times I tell them this wrong number, they text they me with my appointment. Texting. Yes. Like, Man, my daughter can't get appointment you is at 16. Call? I called before last year, but they do this every year. <laughs> they text me can't get appointment. Like, this, your, you and your phone number. <laughs> they really don't. They go keep calling. Just like the people trying to you make me, me vote. Up there? I already voting. <laughs> you know. 
Somebody, <laughs> somebody answered, answered my number yesterday and some insurance shit. So, like, 300 fucking insurance company called me all at the same time and texted me. And they said my name was Amy. I'm like, my, you do I sound like a fucking Amy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was like know, the poll did people did it too. my ass. Put my number right in that shit. I think people just be selling our information online and they, they just do. be using it. When you it. sign up for, like, certain stuff, I they sell. Up for you, shit. A lot of people don't read the fine print, but it'll tell you that, like, they'll sell your number or, like, your email address to companies. <clears throat> yeah. Facebook is a big um, culprit of that. Yes, they are. So, um... I want to talk about domestic violence. It is Domestic Violence Awareness Month and Breast Cancer Awareness Month. <laughs> um, domestic violence is one of those things that, sadly, like you don't really hear much about Domestic Violence Awareness Month. We all know that we're, we wear pink for Breast Cancer Month, but a lot of people don't know that purple is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Um, Nisha, I know Nisha is really big on keeping up with the news. So can you just like give a quick synopsis? You looking crazy. Just a quick synopsis of what happened. It's a lot of stories that happen in the city where a lot of these girls is going missing. A lot of these girls is just <clears throat> losing their lives. One happened, I think recently they did say it was domestic violence. It was something you Only posted. Only one I know that kind of like, I ain't going to say it hit home or nothing because I didn't know him personally. I know I know him through like people. Okay. With Stanfield. I don't know if you know Stanfield. The one that was selling. He like a con artist, kind of like be selling them blue shoes. But you know. He an <laughs> east side of her. And I no, no. He ain't no east side. He west side Yeah, nigga. talking about our heat from the east side. So yeah, I just want to know her. Nigga, though. <laughs> nah, but Only he real got niggas the on the east. Mm, yeah, but um, he, I guess, from what I seen is that him and his girlfriend got in a fight. And like they said that she hit him, so basically he beat her ass. Um, was that the guy dead. that had that? It was all over like Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, oh. yeah. She had like a, she got a metal plate in her face, and oh. you know what? And I seen her picture. I thought she was fat, and, I, and then I seen her Facebook. The bitch is skinny as hell. So he beat her to like she looked a whole different fucking size, basically in, the, in her face, huh? No, I just said that's so sad. Yeah, her eye was, like, big and poofy. Like, she couldn't see out one eye. Like I said, she got a metal plate in her one face. And then all his friends, like, well, she hit him. And I'm like, damn, like, damn, he had to beat her like that? And they just made no. excuses for And that's for not the first time he probably put his hands on No, her. he actually had other cases where he was beating on other women, too. So I'm like... Y'all give an excuse for this, but what about the other three cases, you know, for other women? Shout out to you, because you was, the reason I seen it, like, I seen Nisha would go to bat for people, and people was coming up with excuses. I didn't see, I was like, what is Nisha talking about? Who is this? And I went on her page, because I, I lurk all their pages all the time, and it, Nisha was, like, replying to the people when people was making excuses and saying the same thing you were saying, no, there's other cases, don't come One on my page with that, that craziness. To, he actually used to try to talk to me back in the day, and... Mayhem got into it about some shit, but he was like taking up for him. And I was like, I just look at guys a different way. Cause you could have easily, I could have easily slap a nigga. He could choke me up, throw me down, and say, bitch, I'm done with you. Yeah, me up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind. Choke my ass then up, pin me down, or something. But you about to beat me till <laughs> I die. Yeah. Life for real. Yeah. And I always say women need to keep their hands safe, which they do. They Absolutely. need to keep their hands safe. So, mm -hmm. but it's a certain level to some shit. Cause you know she can't beat you. So yeah. she slap you something. If you don't like domestic violence, leave that bitch. Like, leave her. Like, if a nigga, mm -hmm. can't, no nigga ever hit me and I'm not about to leave him. Or, man, you about to be fighting. I There's no mm -hmm. way in here I'm about to allow a nigga to hit, put his hand on me. And I don't get in relationships that I know a guy is abusive. 
But um Well, it's it's easy to say never say never never. Um uh, I no, never for me. I mean I mean I don't when people say that I don't really judge judge like because I know I I said that before and I was in um a long term domestic violence relationship and judging off my smile and my personality now nobody would never know I was so broken and um I guess I could say that before I start before I do this uh statistics though but has anybody here been if they if you feel transparent I share my story a few times before not here but. People already know my story, but um, do you anybody feel transparent if they I mean, have been in one? The way I, I haven't been in one, but I know. I mean, I, personally. I, I, I didn't put my hands on somebody before. Okay, I was drunk though. No. Not saying that's an excuse, but yeah, definitely. But he healed me up though and left the situation. Like I just left. Okay. <clears throat> See, that's a good. Okay, that's not saying it's a good thing, but at the same yeah. time, that was the end of that situation. Yeah, was, I punched it, him it, in his eye. And he didn't kill your ass, so he nah, loved that. Well, thank God, yeah. But no, I never been in no. I mean, I got in a tussle with an ex, but nothing serious. That was the end of that. Never, we ain't put our hand in each other no more. Nothing like that. Um, but me growing up, I didn't see my grandma get hit. You know, get hit. I seen my mm-hmm. mama get beat up into the hospital a couple times. That's mm-hmm. why I would never allow mm-hmm. a nigga to even think that he's about to put his hand on me. Just because I seen the outcome of that situation, so I don't know. I don't know about anybody else, but yeah, so cute. Yeah, um, same what Nisha said. I've I've seen it. I've never I've never even gotten close to it. I think it's just one of those things. As a man, you just gotta kind of realize, you know, your power in the situation. You know, if, if things ever get to that point, then it's just best for myself to leave. Um, but I do feel you on that one, Nisha. I've mm-hmm. definitely grown up and seeing it. Kind of made me look at the loved one a little different. Like, yeah. no matter how you try to kind of empathize and say, well, this person should have did this, this person should have did that, ultimately the power is always within yourself. So, yeah. Yeah, well, um, I also grew up with that, and I think, um, not grow up with it, but I've witnessed it right. a few mm-hmm. times, and um, I always normalized it because it was something I did. I I wouldn't label myself, I guess, abuser, um, because it wasn't, you know, I didn't do it to multiple people, but I have had a history of, you know, where as the victim, I was an abuser to other people. But that was because I was broken. That's not an excuse, but it stemmed from me being a situation. though. just real quick, my story. Um, I was in an abusive relationship from the time I was 19 years old, actually 18. I just graduated high school and um, and I just want to clear it was not Miguel. I'm just had to clear it no, up. We know that. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but people don't know nah, like oh, your ex. Yeah. Nice well, yeah, thank you for clearing that up though. Cause yeah, I can see no, I wanted to because yeah. people. I don't want people yeah, to judge, and right. I don't want people to go oh, back to him. Yeah, yeah looking sideways, but no, it's not Mig. He's a sweet guy. Um, but no, um, I was 18. I just graduated high school. I was on my way to college. And I met this guy on the west side, west side nigga. Mm. Mm. Um, Stay away. But no, yeah, <laughs> I met this guy on the west side and um. I went away to college. He stayed here, obviously. But um, we was going back and forth, and then he ended up moving back. I got engaged. I was engaged at 19 and engaged by him again when I was 22. The second time I was engaged was a reason to stay once the abuse started. But, um, yeah, eventually it, it never started as just him just flat out putting his hands on me because I knew better. It wasn't that. It started with verbal, verbal. cheating. Just a whole bunch of stuff that it was just 
uncalled for that I should have that was a whole bunch of red flags and we gonna talk about that later but yeah it, I, it went on from my, I was 18 till I was uh 21 going on 22 I remember I, when I finally left but it, it got real bad to the point where I thought I blamed myself um he took me away from my friends he moved me to the west side you know I'm an east side chick with a whole bunch of east side family members I ain't live on the west side so he took me away from my family that was when I moved back to Detroit but he was started it when I was in Grand Rapids. He took me away from my friends. It was a lot of issues between me and my best friend. Um, it was a lot of people that tried to get involved, but I was so gone, so distracted, so broken that I didn't care. Um, I got into a physical fight because of that. It was just a lot, but it got to the point where I realized it was abused. Um, when I told my therapist, and that's probably one of the reasons I really, really into this therapy thing that um I wanted marriage counseling because I thought if we got marriage counseling we wouldn't be it wouldn't happen no more because it, it started off like Amber <clears throat> said like I found out he was cheating on me then I punch him like uh-uh nigga you know and it would be fights but then it came to it not being just fights it was him putting his hands on me even if I didn't do anything even if I didn't put my hand on him first and we was it's, it's camera footage of us on Shane and Lafayette, it was this little store right there. And it got back to my family because the lady knew my auntie. And they seen it on camera of him beating on me in the parking lot. And I denied it. I denied it. I denied it. But I was like, we was fighting. We was fighting. But it was him. And it got to the point in the future where I told my therapist, like, hey, I want marriage counseling. And I admitted to him putting his hands on me because, you know, the therapist, they get, you, they get it out of you. And I've been seeing her for a while now. And she was like, yeah, he could come in. And then when I told her, she was like, oh, legally, I can't have him in with you. Because if it's history of abuse, I don't want him to get mad at you and then go out and take it on you when you leave. So he has to go to marriage. He has to go to anger management first. And you have to go to therapy first for it to happen. And then we was going to try to work on it. But then as time progressed, he just started kept putting his hands on. He tried to kill me. I tried to commit suicide um, with pills. Yeah, it was a lot. Nobody knew. I called the police. Why you tell nobody, cuz? Um, because I, I was protecting him. I had a big brother that wanted to kill him. But I after when it got that bad and certain people know, it was like nobody had proof. Nobody had proof. They were just going off my word. So he was smart in a way. Like, it wasn't like it got that bad at that moment where I had black eyes and stuff. Or it was like if I had, like, bruises or something on my face, I wouldn't go to school. Because I was a student then. I worked. I wouldn't go to work. I wouldn't go to school. I would just stay locked in my apartment. Because I didn't want anybody to know. I loved him. I wanted to protect him. So I, I hid it. But they knew something. But what can they do? My mom, my dad at the time, my brother... Nobody knew where I lived. They just know I lived on the west side of Evergreen. That's how manipulative he was. Only people knew where he li we lived. Yeah, my daddy would have came looking. Was for his fan like you? I ain't never been to your house before. I ain't never seen this nigga. But at the time, it's like I was so avoidant. I remember, and they used to give me chills. But we lived so many places. Like when you get, cause that goes on your record. I still have something on my um. And we gonna move on to the statistics, but I still got something on my credit for eviction because, and that's when I finally told my dad like I had to go, and that's when they got me out of my daddy and them got me out. 
But um, we had when you in a situation and you get domestic violence complaints, that's how much we was fighting. You get kicked out of apartments. You know what I'm saying? They kick you out. And I lived right here on Van Dyke and uh, uh, Lafayette. Obviously, we was always in that area. And I remember him dragging me around the house. I don't remember what I did, but dragging me out, kicking me out. And I caught the Lafayette bus to my parents' house because they stayed on Lafayette, too. And it was my dad was just, like, just so hurt. Like, I have never seen him hurt like that. And I was just like, I don't want to talk about it. And went in the house. And, you know, when you're grown, what can they do? Mm. When they went back over to look for him, he was gone. Of and then I went back. And we moved on the west side. He like, uh-uh, we're going to move further away because your parents can get you. And they didn't know where I lived. But I said all of that to say it, it was hard. I always said I'd never be in that. Um, I, I was trying to figure out what was the crazy, what, how did I get here? Because I had a two-parent relationship. My mom and my dad was in my life married. You know, I, you know, my dad loved my mom. My mom loved my dad. They had their issues, but I didn't see that. You know, and I know it was some stuff that maybe from my childhood, I don't know. But I was in that situation and I was stuck. And then even after when I tried to commit suicide, when I tried to call the police, things happened. He got arrested. I kept going back, kept going back, kept going back. Until one time I just got tired. And um, Ida was graduating college in 2012 and she came back and she said, I told her I, I went to Grand Valley, and that was the final straw. I went to Grand Valley for her graduation going away party. Went up there. He said, can I come with you? Because that's what controlling abusive people do. Mm -hmm. And I said, no. And he was like, oh, you cheating on me. You got a nigga up there. Da, 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 da. So I found out when I got home, he had a girl in our house and had sex with her. And he said, because you went up there doing what you was doing, even though I didn't do anything. Right. So I went to work one day and it was like we had a big fight and I knew once I got home it was gonna get physical and I was just like he stole my car I'm like I said at that my job and I was just like I can't keep losing jobs I can't keep doing this I told Ada I was ready to go and she like you ready to go go I'm like yes I'm I'm done I promise and we went back um we came Ada took the toilet seat <laughs> she took everything out of that house we just left the furniture we took every little thing we. We was gone, and that was the end of it. And I knew I was really done with him when I went back, and he cried, and he begged. And I said, I cried, too. I was like, I'm, it hurt that I hurt you, even though you hurt me worse. Mm -hmm. But I'm done. And I met Miguel, and I got Miguel named. The reason I got Miguel tattooed right there, I put him on my back, because he was my, yeah, Miguel really helped me right after that. He was I consider him like my guardian angel, and he always had my back. So I tatted his name right here. That was some reddish stuff, but that's how it was back in the day. But yeah, so that's my story. Um, I'm glad I overcame that. People don't even know, but yeah. Hell yeah, I'm super glad you shared that. I mean, throughout this whole time, I, I didn't know none of that shit. And I mean, I kind of feel stupid now because I would see this nigga out in public, but oh, what up, though? I'm like, oh shit, what up, though? And I didn't know none of this yeah, shit. Yeah, and now my family like you and a lot of people was still really close and I used to get so hurt like y'all going to this nigga because he had a kid and had a baby shower and stuff and I'm like why is they still supporting <laughs> this person but because they didn't know well some people knew uh -huh. I'm not saying he did but right, some people right. knew but some people feel like oh he been in our life all this time but they didn't know to the extent like my friends didn't find out to the extent of how real this was like lifetime movie abuse this guy tried to kill me countless times and told me like, I I'm mad that when I tried to do that, that you didn't die. 
Like, mm. you know. But it was a lot. It was a lot going on. But uh, domestic violence, and that's why I just said never say never because that junk caught me off guard. And I pray nobody have to go through that. So that's why this event is this domestic violence thing and this conversation is important to me. But what it is, a lot of people may not know, is physical, sexual and psychological harm being caused by a former partner or spouse. And it affects millions a year. One in four women and one in seven men encounter physical abuse with their partner. One in six women and one in 14 men encounter sexual abuse from their partner. Mm. Um, and 10 percent of women and 2 percent of men have been stalked. FYI, stalking is domestic, a form of domestic violence. Oh, that really? is illegal. You cannot stalk people. Oh. You cannot do that. <laughs> and mm. yeah, you stalked a couple of people? No, then I did, I've definitely been exp- um that's definitely yeah, like you know, heard stalk somebody before. Yeah, I mean, and it's things is and the reason we have this conversation because it's normalized. I stalked somebody before. Yeah. It's normalized. They didn't answer my phone. No, actually they changed their number like two days after I talked to them. So I went to their house, their grandma house, their friend house. Oh yeah. I that's, went to the block where they be at the grocery the little <laughs> corner Baby store crazy. they be hanging at. <laughs> And then I just realized, like, damn, bitch, it is 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on one of the runs, bitch. And I'm like, damn, because I'm like, I don't see nobody. Then I thought about it, like, damn, it is mm. early as hell. And we're going to talk about why that happened. So mm. I'm not going to get into depth because we, I mean, I'm going to mention we do got an event. Not us, but it's an event happening that I'm speaking at about domestic violence. All right, and I want man. people to come. Good I'm finally. Shit. Good shit. You finally feel good, like ready, ready enough to tell you. Yeah, story. I told people before, but I like to teach on it. Yeah, because yeah. this is what I'm in school for. People don't know, so marriage counseling, family therapy, all this stuff. That's but yeah, up. so um, what was I about to say? A lot of red flags people know don't know of because we we normalize it. We normalize it. It's stuff that you see on Facebook, like when a girl. It was like a meme where the door was broke down. And it was like, if my nigga don't love me this much, I don't want it. And it's like, no, boo, you you don't want it. Like, when you're trying to grab the guy's phone, mm, see, all of that, they cute. think it's cute. And yeah. it's like, we joke about it, but it's not good. It's not healthy. So a lot of these red flags, like I said, controlling, over-obsessive behavior, social media, hacking laptops, invading phones, all of that stuff. And then to be honest, I'm not going to try to just paint him as the worst guy ever. Well, he was bad, but... He had bad behavior, but even my broken relationship and issues spent on to my relationship with a good guy. Like I became that obsessive mm, person. I was mm. didn't trust. I was threatened. I was ready. I was mm. on guard. So those things kind of rubbed off. It rubbed off to my mm-hmm. next relationship mm-hmm. with Miguel and it caused us issues. But hacking laptops, I used to be Inspector Gadget, all of that. That is mm. part of control. And that's what a lot of abuse is power and control. Once mm-hmm. you get that power, you get control over a person and nobody has the right to be controlled, period. I don't care how much you think you love that person. But um, threats, take it seriously. He used to threaten me before he got physical. That old, I know we joke and be like, okay, I'm gonna be choked. But like to be serious, like, dog, next time you mm-hmm. don't answer my call, I'm gonna beat your ass. And he say that all the time. Start look. Start taking it seriously. See, I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't know what I had seen some online. I was at Carlos' house, and um, <clears throat> I guess he seen a picture. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Something happened, and he he was joking like, "Yeah, that's how you." I said, "He said that's how." Um, I guess me and you gonna be something. Something. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the situation. I forgot how it was, and I just looked at him and I was like, "Listen, 
I said, man, you gonna be bubbing in this bitch if you ever think that you could put your hand on me. And he just like, I'm just playing. I'm said, glad no, you nipped it in the bud. Like, I don't Good. play like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, you gonna be bubbing in this bitch. I, I was like, don't let nobody put their hand on me. Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because we do look at stuff like jokes, but like sometimes people be dead serious. It's a test, and they just be seeing what you gonna Mm. say, how you gonna react. Like my mom used to always tell me, "Don't play fight. Mm -hmm. If you gonna fight, fight for if not saying a person for Mm. real, like, but." I don't want you fight unless you fight in for real to defend yourself. Don't fight. Don't fight. Don't play hitting with guys. Don't play hitting. Period. Because it could always lead to something more. So yeah, I'm glad you said that. But um. Constant need for attention. We think that is so cute. I thought it was so cute that every time I went somewhere, my man was calling me. He was, where you at? Hey, babe, I miss you. Even that. that Everywhere I go, every time I go on school, hey, boo, I miss you. I'm at work. Hey, boo, I miss you. Babe, what you doing? All of that stuff. But some people need. keep calling me, texting me? I'm in the same place I was 10 minutes ago. Yeah, (laughs) but we look at it. I'm going to see you later. Like, I can't even miss you if you blowing my phone up all day. And you say that, but it's some people that think that that's love. Like, Mm. oh, my boo always be, you know. And vice versa, girls too, to guys. So the constant need for attention, that's a red flag. Um, When they don't want you to hang out with your friends, when you be with them all day, and then you're like, okay, this day I'm hanging out with my girls or this day I'm hanging out with my guys and they got an attitude. They may not say don't go, but they're upset. You notice their vibe is different. They talking to you different. Like they're upset about it. Um, They're putting themselves before everything. I knew should have known where when I first met my ex, it was, oh, I like you because you smart. Because my ex was a hood nigga selling drugs, all that, dropped out of school at 15. But I had some ex- exciting because I was a school girl. I was really a college girl. His friends were like, Call me that. So he was super excited. At least I thought show interest in me going to school mm-hmm. until my school became more important than him. So when I'm like, hey, babe, I'm studying. Leave me alone. Or I'm at the library. I don't believe you. I'm coming to the library with you. It's been times he sat in the library. I don't care if I was there to midnight. He was there. And then over over time, my my grades started to drop and stuff because mm-hmm. he wanted to be more important than school. So watch that. You know, if you got a vision or something and you diminish it for him. That's a red flag or her emotionally abusive. Like I said, always telling you stuff that putting you down, shut your fat ass up, shut your ugly ass up. You think you look cute. You think you look good. You know, you ain't smart. You know, dumb stuff like that. I would say me and my nigga, we going to have a blade session every day, though. That's you know? different. That's you know, different. you joke, but, <laughs> but it is sometimes. talking about shut your fat ass up or shut your ugly like ass Ike up. Like I and Tina think about that or think about, like- uh. Why did I get married when it was it Jennifer Hudson? Oh no, that was Jill, oh that was Jill, Jill Scott. Jill Scott, yeah, you know, he stuff. kept on calling her fat, me and, and mean ugly, to her, yeah, like just disrespecting putting her, down. her, yeah, yeah putting her and down. It, mm-hmm. and, and we and he look was at abusive, yeah, and we look at that like, oh, this is a movie, but it is people like that. Mm-hmm. When I first met my ex, I wasn't called that. Of course, that's not how you got me, but after a while, when you get mad, shut your ugly ass up, and I'm like. I wasn't ugly when you got my number, but I used to just didn't look at it like that. Oh, he's upset. So whatever. Um, Threaten to harm themselves or people. This is the most important one. I when got when people or girls or guys say, if you leave me, I'm going to hurt somebody. I'm going to hurt you. Or they always want to fight somebody for you. Mm -hmm. That's not love. That's not protection. Mm -hmm. We look at these movies and be like, oh, they fighting over this girl. That's cool. No. If you always want to beat somebody up or you always want to fight me or fight with me over somebody, that's a problem. And then when you threaten yourself, 
you know, I'm going to kill myself if you leave me. If you wow. leave me, this going to happen. If you leave me, I'm going to hurt myself. Stuff like that, that's a big one. And um, being destructive. Punching walls, holes, destructing, destruct, destroying things ain't cool. We look at it like, well, at least he didn't hit me. You next. And I'm just being honest. Because there's a lot of this unwarranted rage when you just say something to somebody and they automatically get upset. And they punching walls and doing stuff. And then you're like, dang. You're not looking at it like, oh, well, like, he ain't hit me, but you're destruct, you're destroying something. You got rage, and I'm. You want it's a matter of time, right? Mm -hmm. So that's that's just a, a couple of the signs, and um, it's just tactic. You know, people be denial, trivializing. They use that like denying stuff. Like Nisha, I would say, um, me and Nisha got into a fight. If I'm, you know, a partner, and me and Nisha get into it, whatever. And then the next day, I act like nothing happened. And you like, you know, I want to talk about what happened because you slapped me or you threatened to slap me. Or you threatened. To... No, I didn't. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, flat out the dying. And that has happened to me. I was like, I want you to say sorry for everything you did. I didn't do nothing, Rose. Because that's what he called me, Rose. I didn't do nothing. Like, would, would you not hear when I was, you know. But trivializing. Oh, you being too dramatic. Too taking everything so dang serious. And then uh, this one is a word that people probably not heard. Y'all heard of gaslighting before? Yeah. Yeah. What is yeah. it? So gaslighting is like when you um when you kind of lead somebody on. So you say something like, "What's a good example of gaslighting?" Uh, you might as well go ahead. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's an abusive tactic that makes your questions your own, uh question your thoughts. So it's like. I'm going to use you again as an example. You and your dude get into an argument, whatever, and y'all, it, it got bad. And then y'all ain't talk about it. Say you left. You ain't talk about it for a couple of days. And he called you back. And then you're calling back to talk about it. And he, like, try to play it off. But it's like, you don't remember what happened. You was drunk. You don't remember? That didn't happen like that. Even though you know dang well you, that happened. But you're thinking to yourself, well, maybe that didn't happen. Maybe I was, you know, I was drunk. Maybe I hit him first and I forgot, you know, and it sounds crazy, but we, that does happen. You kind of forget and you kind of have, yeah, it's like they gaslight. Yeah, that does happen. And you just be like, dang, like maybe I didn't have, are you sure that happened? And my ex would be like, Rose, you just overdramatic. That's not what happened. Bae, you forgot what happened? Bae, you put your hands on me first. You don't remember? And I'll be like, did I? You know, babe, maybe I did. I'm sorry. You know, and be oblivious. Mm -hmm. So that is very common. Um, you ask why do people stay? They don't tell financial reasons. I didn't have true. You know emotions. Yeah, mm -hmm. financial reasons time, is yeah, a, most of the time it be emotions. But I feel like people who be like married and be in them situations it be financial issues and kids and kids. Yeah, I don't want my kids to grow up without a dad or a mom. Broken home. I don't want them to be in a broken home. Financial <laughs> finance is a big one because especially for mothers. And I'm not, I'm not pooping on anybody that is a single mom because single mom it's got to be wonderful lifestyle but um the people a lot it happens to women that don't have control of their finances or you know and I have talking the phone the mic oh, my bad. that's when they 
when they don't have any finances, so they pay they all their income dependence on the, the their husband. Right. And then because of that, a lot of that happens because they don't have that power. So it's like, okay, he can leave me now. Take the kids or whatever, and I'll just be left with nothing. And that was a big reason. I wasn't married. I was engaged. But that was a big reason why a lot I didn't want to leave because I put so much into this financially. For a point of time, he was paying for stuff. And then even when I started paying for stuff, that made him furious. When I tried to get a job or had a job because I was in school, it started off as bad. I want to propose to you. I'll work. You go to school. You my smart girl. You my college girl. Do school. Because I was in school full time. I was an undergrad. So I'm like, okay. And then he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to get a job. When I finally get a job, he didn't like if I was making more or if I was making money. He wanted to control it. Mm-hmm. I don't want, he like made me risk losing my job because why? Because when I had a job, I had more sense. I was in control. I wasn't around him all the time. He couldn't control my every move. So he used to make, like, do stuff like take my car so I could miss work you know, fight me and then I won't come to work because I got, you know, bruises and black eyes and stuff. So, yeah, you just got to be careful with that. Kids scared. Some people scared to leave. And then lastly, um, they think they could change. Um, They got low self-esteem. I really tried to change him. My ex is not even the same religion as me, and he literally came to church with me a few times, and it was always after a big fight because he knew, like most people don't know, I've been saved. I just walk intentional with my life, so I've been going to church my my whole life. Mm-hmm. And when we got into a real bad, he would come to church with me and try to that fix like it. A gesture. Yeah, like yeah. you know, I'm trying to change. You know, you, I'm doing that. He'll come bring my mom flowers, stuff like that. My mom would just be like, oh, "Okay, you know, random stuff. Mm-hmm. Buy my dad some something, coffee or something. You know, some random." And I would just be like, you know, what the heck? But that was the thing. And I was like, okay, I could change him. Lord, please change him. But God wasn't trying to change him for me because he wasn't meant for me. Right. So and then lastly, low self-esteem. But I do want to tell people, if you know somebody that's dealing with this, um, I and I mean definitely meant to tell this for our black black girls because we do this the most. I'm guilty of it. Don't physically jump in. Do not. Do not you may jump in. Do not go to that person's house to fight them. I know when I finally was able to start calling people and really once tired after a while and I start calling folks and they first instinct to come over there and fight. You know, you try to help your friends. That is the worst thing you could do because think about it. If that person will be abused or hurt somebody that they love or that they, you know, close to what makes you, you think they know, <laughs> right. What they're going to do to you. In they right. And yeah. And honestly, <laughs> we know me and Silk went to school with a girl that exactly happened. She left behind two daughters and a husband she was killed and mm-hmm. she was stabbed. You remember that, Derry? Yeah, I don't want to say her name. Yeah, I'm not, no, I'm not saying her name. Yeah. Of course not. But she was killed in the midst of fighting for somebody else. For her friend that was in something. Mm-hmm. They still alive. I hope they not together. I don't know that. We don't know. We don't know but the thing is, that's jacked up. Mm-hmm. She left behind her kids. And, and my friend Ada told me before, like, you know, we was it was something was going on, but I, that happened, and she was like, you know, I love my friends to death, I love them to death, but I can't do that. I have a child. Mm-hmm. 
I can't risk losing my life for you know that. Can somebody then turn around and be with the person tomorrow. Yeah. That so and right. then it happens a lot, and that's why I say don't do it. I know people probably listen like B Rose, you out of your dang mind telling me if my girl call me, don't do it. And people, if you are in that situation, that's why I tried to keep my friends out of it because I know how they are. Don't call your friends to that, especially if you're not ready to go, because that's not fair. Also, just let them know the best way to do it is let them know that you aren't judging them, but you are concerned. Sometimes it's how we talk to people. When somebody is broken, adding rage to them don't make the be- it better. Right. So we be like, girl, you stupid. This nigga put his hands on you and you up here, you dumb bro. Da, da, da. And, and it's just normal for us. But that's not the way to go because that's not going to make them leave. So you got to watch how you say things. I'm concerned. You got a kid. Or you got all this stuff going on. Why, you know, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with you? Why do you feel that, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. Listen to them. When they talk, let them talk. Don't say nothing. Don't intervene. Don't give them advice. Just wait. And let listen, them listen. Like actively listen. Actively like just listen. listen. Like, okay, yeah, okay. I'm feeling not just on your phone. Like, yeah, girl, that shit crazy. Yes. Oh, hell yeah, dog. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah, and for guys too, yeah, listen, listen to the sign, listen to the, and oh, then this goes both ways for sure. Yeah, for and sure. then as time goes on, you know, provide them resources. Like you know, I heard you the other day, and you know, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. You grown because the thing about it is, when they lost that power already at home, they don't need somebody else trying to come take over for them, trying mm-hmm. to tell them what to do. So kind of give them the resources. Here, are these resources for you. Here, you can call this number if you going through something. Mm-hmm. Use it, you know. I'm just suggesting, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. then they will open up like, dang, this person do care about me. Right. They not because when you lost and your heart is gone and you broken and you, and you just not mm-hmm. thinking. Just think about it when you drive in a car and you lost and you frustrated as hell. You completely lost. You fr- you mad. And then the person that's in the passenger seat yelling at you, bitch, why you didn't turn that way? You know what I'm saying? What, what is gonna happen? It's just gonna make you. <laughs> it's adding rage to brokenness, and that's the same thing when you're in a broken situation. When you're in a broken situation, you don't need somebody adding their rage to you, mm-hmm. making it worse, because it's not helping anything. Now we just lost and angry. So. And the last thing is uh, you can't fix everything. Protect yourself. Love yourself first. This takes a lot. I'll say, I was just about to say that. It shit. takes a lot to be the person in a relationship and outside a relationship because you care about your friend. You care about your cousin, your sister, your mama, whoever. Mm-hmm. Protect yourself. And love yourself. Say that and again. Yes, please. definitely love yourself. You know, go to, you know, I'm a person of prayer. So, I, oh, Lord, I don't help them in this situation. There's nothing else I could do. I throw my hands up. Whatever you tell me to do, you know, but you you just got to love yourself. So I do have a number. If you are concerned that someone you know is in an abusive relationship or is an abusive relationship, it is hotline advocates that can help. Call 1-800-799-SAFE. Uh, that number is 7233. So 1-800-799-7233. It's 24 hours, seven days a week. It is one, sadly, but it's lots of shelters in Detroit, and that's why a lot of people don't want to go to shelters. But it is one shelter in Detroit. Um, what is it called? Is it Haven? It's in the metro Detroit area. I got the number. Uh-uh. Right it's one in Detroit. I got I got to find it. I will definitely post on the Wild and Woke page. Um, geez, I cannot think of it. But it's the only domestic violence center in Detroit. Okay. So, um. Yeah, I was just trying to get all heavy, but it's very important. Well, I got the I got the one for Haven too. That's like Metro Detroit. Okay. Um, the number for that is one two four eight three three four one two seven four. That's the twenty four um hour crisis and support line. That's in the Metro Detroit area as well. 
Okay. And our what up, though, is this. So we can go in. Um, If you guys got any questions, you can send them in to 313-284-2987-2. Nine eight seven two nine eight seven. What happening with the show? But everybody in my city say what up, dude? Hey, 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 so we, I, it is a domestic violence roundtable. I gave, um, talked to my pastor. Um, he gave me the permission to make sure we have an event on that because it is very important. So um, October 26th at 730 at my church, 8806 Mac Avenue, Detroit, Michigan, 48214, Samaritan Missionary Baptist Church. Um, we will have a roundtable discussion. So kind of like what we said today, it's a lot of stuff. That honestly though, did y'all learn anything new? Real talk, I learned that maybe I should watch the girls that I talked to because a lot of them was like checking off all on those lists. Even somebody that I'm, you know, right mm-hmm. now is just like I beat them up right now. No, no, it's Chaz, yeah, what did I just right say? Now, what did I just say? Right Chaz? Right it's it's not it's not really because I, I am like that. I'm like, man, she said like if you don't y'all normalize do this, it. If y'all do this, I'm, I'm like, oh man, she just tripping. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't, and that's a, that's how it. we handle things. But no, yeah. for real, like it's a lot of Thank information you, um, that yeah. I didn't know about that I was in relationship violence, domestic violence relationship prior to him hitting me. I didn't know, mm. so my therapist had to teach me. But it's a lot of things that I've learned that I definitely wanted to go deep. We didn't get to go deep for thirty minutes, but it's still some stuff. But this this conversation, I would teach you. About domestic violence, the type it is, things like that. And we have like little interactive conversations, you know, and talks. People could share their stories. Um, So this event is for you or if you have a friend that, you know, think they need to come or whatever for you, for your own education. This is at my church. Don't feel like if you're not Christian or you haven't gone to church that you're going to be sent out. It's not like that. Even even still, my church wouldn't do that. But I know people have this perception. It's open for everybody. I don't care if you is an atheist and you want to get help or you want to talk about domestic violence, please come. Please come. You will feel welcome. I will have light. We will have light refreshments. And, um, Light refreshments. You got to add. Donuts and cider. Donuts and cider. That's it. That's all I'm buying. Y'all going to have them good donuts? Like them Krispy Kreme? Or y'all going to have them like Cornerstone donuts? No, like the cider donuts. Apple oh, cider. Like I'm the, trying to get um, apple cider donuts and and what's that cider. Called? Can we not focus on the food? <laughs> we gotta focus on the food. Jeez, the food is like, you know you can't say like refreshments right. around niggas. <laughs> but no, uh, a bit it's of chicken, right. No, not all of that. Yeah. Right, but no, we will have that. Um, so like I said, everybody's welcome. I'm gonna be transparent. Maybe go a little depth into my story. People got questions and stuff like that. And definitely, people is allowed to talk about this conversation. It's a round table, so it I mean everybody talking. And, and, that, and that event is open for men too, right? Yes, men, please come. Please, so please come. Your ass. No, nobody is. It's not my about ass. that. No, no, he to learn. Oh, no, you good. You good. No, it's it. it's good to learn. And then teens too. Um, oh yeah. We had a little conversation about this. I want <clears throat> kids. To, my teens should come. Because working in high school, I seen some stuff. Yeah, and a lot of that shit they That's think it's cute. They think it's yeah, cute. A lot of them young. Yeah, it started in yeah, it starts Damn. in school. Mm-hmm. For real, the teachers and yes. stuff found him uh, like choking her up against the locker and suspending him and everything, and she still denied it. 
<laughs> like she used to get her man. We was in what tenth and eleventh grade. He would beat her ass. Yeah. And then they think it's like I would be. You know, I used to be a high school teacher, so that arguing and i'm like what is y'all arguing for it one this is it's kind of funny but it's not funny one girl it's not funny now I think about it one girl hated me and i this she wasn't in my class but her her boyfriend was and he That's was in a print. senior class when i was teaching he was a senior he was in a senior class but he was junior he was always coming to my class during certain times whatever but he couldn't do a lot of the senior activities because he wasn't a senior and one time she came, I knew she didn't like me. She used to always call me names, all this stuff. Like, girl, little girl, bye. But she came to my class one day and he was in there chilling. I had the little music playing because I was chilling. We was working. He, it wasn't nobody in there but him. She came in because, see, I knew it. I knew it. Like she did not trust me. She thought I wanted her boyfriend. And I'm like, girl, I'm grown. I don't care. Why he in here with you? Why are you the only? And I would like tell him, I would like, I used to tell him to go to class. She'd be like, you ain't his teacher right now. You can't tell him to go to like she would really try it. And I had to have the f- Yes. To? And then he told me, he said, Miss Shelton, she really think that me and you talk. And I'm like, is she insane? He was like, man, she crazy, man. She put her hands on me, all that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I didn't realize how bad it was. But that is insane. That little girl has so many issues. Mm-hmm. You well, know, that's not, not frame me like issues, but she has she trauma that she has. Yeah, to and that through. I was, yeah, and, she grow yeah. and, and the thing is, I'm not trying to say, problem. yeah, and I'm not trying to say, like, is you know, I'm, I'm being respectful of the mental health community, but I'm saying issues as in that is like the like Tupac's boo was saying, and Nisha was saying, that's tremendous, like, that's serious problems. If you're you're willing to get suspended, if I was that kind of teacher. Like a lot of these children, now, I yeah. could have whooped on her. And then she's so young. And like, she was super young, young. And you're insecure with him as a teacher and controlling him and that. And she was only she was 16. Yeah. And exactly. that's what I mean by that trauma. Like, yeah. people got to work through that too. But we got to teach our own kids. We got to yeah. watch what, how we do, mm-hmm. how we be in relationship. Like, mm-hmm. and how, you know, I tell my niece all the time, I have to reaffirm to her, you are gorgeous inside yeah, and out. You're yeah. smart. You, I, D, I DJ Khaled her. You smart. You <laughs> intelligent. You beautiful. I have to tell her this all the time because I never you want no to. man yeah. can come tell her anything else to make her feel mm-hmm. less. But yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to, <laughs> okay, I don't want to get I got, too much, but we got, anybody got I got one last question. Go is ahead. that is that space open for people who have um, perpetrated the domestic violence yes. themselves? Okay. You and I'm glad it's at my church, whatever, because because my my we are not judgmental. My pastor actually got a psychology. He got a couple degrees, but psychology is one of them. Mm-hmm. So he's all about social justice and stuff. And that's why he let me have this event, which is amazing. So we're not coming to beat you. Like I said, I tell people I was a victim, but I never leave out the fact that I was also an abuser because I was. Okay. Okay. So, yes, if you did it, come, whatever, just come. We ain't about to try to come lay hands on you. We talking. And if you want prayer, we got that too. And you won't be persecuted. No. Okay. <laughs> no. no. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you gotta. For, Nobody for is there to persecute you. Got you. Got we you. here to love on you and talk about something that's normalized in the community. Yeah. No, it's not that. And, and exactly, that's what people be scared of when they hear these things. They be like, "Man, I go in there and I tell my story." Clank, clank. No, never. And and then if and if any event where you make somebody else make you feel comfortable, I have got the permission to ask you to go, because we ain't there to judge nobody. Thank you. Period. So shout out. First of all, shout outs. 
Shout out. Hey. You better go Shout ahead and out. say it, girl. <laughs> we got an event coming. We got an event coming. October 20th hey. at 2.30 to 7 o'clock. <laughs> What'd you say? First of all, you can take your vegan self out. <laughs> she is. Are you vegan? No, Me, I'm, I'm a, a pescatarian. But I don't eat dairy either. Oh, oh, well, make sure you guys are at the Me Bel Air scene. Been no, he no, no, here. no, no. I, I, I really do. I really do like her because that's the type of that's the type of woman I want my uh, my niece to be or like my um my my close close girls. Yeah, because she like she she with it. She like y'all. That's like she like y'all. Oh no, we just fucking cousin. You can get up out your business, and I'm like. That's how I want my. If my niece gotta be like that to these niggas, that's how you gotta be. Say your heart for somebody that that wanted. You ain't never. Oh, you never was here when Deanna was here. Oh. Yeah, right. I'll be on that. Why yeah. they said the same couch girl? The FMLA couch. Uh. <laughs> Y'all, let's end this show. Okay. We is way over our time. But no, um, make sure you come out to our movie and panel discussion, the Wild and Woke movie event, Saturday, October 20th, 2.30 to 7 o'clock. You can bring your boo. We're going to have some dope panelists. I'm so excited. Um, We got some vendors coming. So make sure you come in early. Come shop. Some Got some music, little vibes, you know, all of that stuff. You get your popcorn and pop get situated. The movie is amazing. I've been hearing great reviews about it. Um, But come watch it with us. Don't watch it with them. Watch it with us. And um, <laughs> make sure you get your ticket. $20. Thank you to everybody that's been buying tickets. The vendors, the panelists, everybody that's been, you know, on it. We appreciate you. Um, anybody else got any other shout-outs about that? No? October 20th, 2.30 to 7 p.m. Bell 630. Air. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6.30. 6
you guys listen to us SoundCloud, iTunes, all of that good stuff. Um, <clears throat> follow us. Make sure you are at our event. Make sure you are there. This is another Audio Wave Network production. Get wild and stay woke. So. Finally, I made a fucking song, and now she comes. You hide your skin like a child, or just something wrong. You stylish when you got nothing on. Yeah, and all I do is make these fucking songs. So. Finally, I made a fucking song, and now she coming closer. Up she goes, she wanna jump my bones, she wanna don't you? I was a soldier, now I'm coming home, the war's over. Kick down the door, I hold you, bend you, never break you. Need to smell your sweet aroma, see I knows you smell like cinnamon. Kissing your lips, I lift my fingertips and get your glitteris in a mix. My dick on business trips, my tongue twisting is tickling just a little bit. I'm swimming inside of your skin like a river in no Caribbean. It's okay that you like it, girl. I like it, baby.